Greetings and shalom, shalom, salam alaikum, mashbacha, what's poppin' family? We are back with another hot topic. Man, this topic is like, whoo, it, it, it seems to be one that we have not yet been able to come to a full agreement on, family. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my best um, to shed light on this topic from where I receive it in my Ruach. And um, so here we go. Evidence and support of the full new moon family. And you guys know I did promise a couple of years back to not put this issue to rest until there was like a unanimous consensus, right? But um, I do believe, I do know that the 144 elect will get this and understand it. And, and it is what it is, right fam? All right, so let's do it. So this article, once again, comes from creatorscalendar.com. Now, I know I told y'all before that I was not really um, going to be utilizing that website, uh, but so much, right? So y'all already know, y'all sister, I love a good meal. Chew up the meat and what? Uh, spit out the bones, right? So fam, they got some good stuff up here once again. So I'm sharing uncovered lunar secrets from ancient Babylon. Now we're going to break this up in uh, part one, two, three, possibly four and five. Guys, I'm going to give you the best 30 minutes that I can give you right now. And here we go. New foundational discoveries from the earliest civilization in Mesopotamia identify the original start of years and months was the full lunar, full lunar, full moon lunar phase. These... I just got my Dr. Kelly on real quick. Wait, you know how he... Y'all know how he do the videos. Wait, I just felt like, ficky, ficky, ficky. No, seriously, though. And once again, shout out to all of the, the real right teachers out there. But yeah, so let's listen. Months. So Mesopotamia identify the original start of years and months was the full moon lunar phase. These are found in Francesco's and y'all look I'm trying to say this friend Francosio's Len Morant yeah Francisco's book <laughs> the origin the origins of history published in 1880 and recorded in 1911 Encyclopedia Britannica page 993 he was a French archaeologist in Assyria. So here they, they say he was an Assyriologist and an archaeologist, if I'm saying it right, of Assyria and Babylon. He uncovered lunar secrets from ancient Babylon, identifying that the early Mesopotamia culture utilized the full moon as the start of months and years. Remember, this was the first civilization following the flood. This represents the first and second generations of Noah, who, along with the family of eight, had remained faithful to their creator, his laws, and his calendar. As a result, these alone were saved in the ark. Assyria and Babylon, the twelve-fold division of the zodiac, was evidently suggested by the occurrence of 12 full moons in successive parts of it in the course of each year. This approximate relation was first systematically developed 
or maintained by the early inhabitants of Mesopotamia and formed the starting point for all other divisions of time. Later, the idea of tracing the sun's path among the stars by daylight was when it occurred to Chaldean astronomers an original and relatively to their means a recondite or a recondite one. I had to look that word up earlier, y'all, but anyway. <laughs> we owe to its realization by them that the constitution and nomenclature of the modern 12 signs of the zodiac, 911 Encyclopedia Britannica Zodiac, P, page 993, from Lamorant Origines, Origines de Historia, volume 1, page 236. Y'all, I'm citing these sources so you guys can go out and check for yourselves. I do not own. A 1911 encyclopedia but you guys know it's available online right and and if it's not for those of you that can get it please get it and share your information share what you find all right 12 full moons in succession as identified in his above in his quote above originally it was 12 full moons in their order that designated the lunar months of each year and because full moons occur by night, they, they consistently measured the night sky together with the stars exactly as defined by the four witnesses of scripture found in Genesis 1.16, Psalms 1.36, verses 7-9, Jeremiah, that's Jeremiah 31, Verses 35 and 36. And also Revelations 12, 1. And I'm going to say be careful. Mashpacha. With the KJV. The NKJV. Be very careful. I personally read from the Sefer. Uh, and the TS 2009, which is very much similar to the Hallelujah Scriptures. Okay? All right. The full moon, the starting point for all divisions of time. Secondly, and equal, and of equal, okay, Hallelujah. And I am going to give you guys one of these Scriptures here, but I want you to study to show yourselves approved. But I do want you guys to hear how it's worded. In the TS 2009. So we're going to do. Yeremiah. 35. And 36. And also we're going to do the Psalms. Okay. Alright. So let's go. Okay family. Let's do it. Yeremiah. 31. Verses 35 and 36. Read. From the TS 2009. And this translation is available. In the YouVersion Bible app. And it reads, Thus said Yahweh, who gives the sun for a light by day, and the laws of the moon, and the stars for a light by night, who stirs up the sea, and its waves roar. Yahweh of hosts, that's Yahweh Sebaoth, is his name. If these laws vanish from before me, declares Yahuwah, then the seed of Yasharal, 
shall also cease from being a nation before me forever. Now, for comparison's sake, let's see how it's read in that good old uh, KJV. Let's do the NKJV. Okay, so from the New King James Version, Jeremiah 31, verses 35 and 36 says, Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for a light by day, the ordinances of the moon and the stars for a light by night, who disturbs the sea and the waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. And if those ordinances depart from before me, says the Lord, then the seed of Yasharal shall cease from being a nation from before me forever. So it sounds very, very, it sounds, you know, very good. Just about right. Almost identical. Okay, fam. But I still don't trust that book. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's keep going. Okay, fam. And next up, we're going to read to Helene. I think it's 136. Give me a second. Yes, and it was uh, Psalms or Tehillim 136, verses 7 through 9. And since I'm already here in the KJV, we'll just see how it reads there. Just for time's sake, Mashbacha. And. Yes, okay. Verses 7 and 9. I love you guys for just sticking around with me today. Oh, fam, I ain't wanna, I, I was arguing with Abba, and you know, those types of arguments, you lose. Because um, I didn't really want to do this, but I just, it, it's very important. Mashbacha for us to get this once and for all, right? So, okay, let's do it. Starting at verse 7. Tehillim 136. To him who made the great lights for his mercy endures forever. The sun to rule by day for his mercy endures forever. The moon and stars to rule by night for his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. And I'm just so glad. Like, that's such an encouraging verse after hearing, you know, I'm done with Yasharal forever. You know what I mean? But his forever, forever, ever, and ever, ever of his mercies. Yes, for us, it endures forever. Yada, yahawa. All right, family, let's get back to this article. And it took me back. Oh, oh all right, we good, y'all. But wait, where I'm at? Yeah, it took me somewhere else. <laughs> okay, hold on. Now, y'all know I'm scrolling, right? I'm having, because what I had to do was uh, change my font. Y'all already know y'all sister always talking about how bad her eyes are. So my font was huge. Um, and I couldn't hit the save on the podcast button. So, yeah. Like I said, thank y'all for bearing with me, right? So let's go. The full moon, the starting point for all divisions of time. Secondly, and of equal importance. This quote also validates that it was the full moons that formed the starting points for all other divisions of time. As a result, it includes the division of years, months, weeks, and days, even a division of the larger units, each fitting perfectly into one tidy single measuring time system. And... By extensions, this includes the original new moon day 
and the authentic Seventh-day Shabbat, the sacred worship days of our Creator, which have existed from eternity past, so contrary to the modern rabbinical and Karaite Jews' dark or crescent moon. I'm going to repeat that. So contrary to the modern rabbinical and Karaite Jews' dark or crescent new moon days and Saturday Sabbaths as found on the modern Roman replacement solar calendar, our Creator's Kadosh, Holy, Sacred, and Set-Apart Seventh-Day Shabbat has and always will be measured from full moon to full moon through all eternity. Yeshayahu 6623. These uncovered lunar secrets from ancient Babylon are therefore a nail in a sure place that as it is in harmony. Sorry, let me read that again because the word that ain't there. These uncovered lunar secrets from ancient Babylon are therefore a nail in a sure place as it is in harmony with all of scripture and astronomy and exposing all other worship rhythms and sacred days as frauds. Mashpacha, you can always go on this website, thecreatorscalendar.com. They've cited sources. We have the scriptures that tell us to study, to show ourselves approved, a workmanship that need not be ashamed. A workmanship of the most high that need not be ashamed. Because why? Because we properly divide the word of truth. Family, I'm going to let you guys go. Please study for yourselves. Follow up on this article. Hallelujah. Okay, Amen. I have to continue. I have to continue. I'll know when it's time to stop, fam. Let's keep going then. The ancient Babylonian invention... That has become convention for all the world. Pay attention. The invention that has become convention for all the world. Thirdly, note that from the same quote above on the page nine on page 993 of the 1911 Encyclopedia Britannica, still quoting from Fran Francosis. I can't think of saying his name from Francisco, y'all. In the origins, the history, the history of the origins, he identifies that years later, the Chaldean astronomers from the same region, likely under the leadership of Nimrod and his wife Semiramis, invented and introduced the method of measuring time by tracing the sun's path among the starry constellations of the zodiac by daylight. The term utilized to describe this variance from the original method of utilizing the full moon with the stars by night was a recondite one. The term recondite means concealed, hidden, and secret. With the sun now measuring the stars by daylight, these Babylonian astrologers continued to utilize the moon, but only the dark conjunction lunar phase. This is still followed by the modern Jews and the occult today. Their, their recondite time measuring system 
includes the invisible stars by daylight, invisible dark new moon, and solar eclipses that occurred a couple of times a year when the when they were aligned in a row. I hate saying this word coming up, guys, but um, a ziggy, yeah, it's a ziggy. I think it's ziggy, <laughs> zizgy, y'all. When all are aligned in a row, as in a S Y Z Y G Y of Earth, dark moon, dark sun, and invisible stars by day, thus the occult was born. Conclusive evidence of the full moon and the rebellion that followed. So what exciting evidence is brought to light by the uncovered lunar secrets from the ancient Babylon from ancient Babylon as found in the nineteen eleven Encyclopedia Britannica? And what does it mean? The full moon, the Rosh, head, first of all divisions of time, including the year, month, week, and count of days among the faithful early descendants of Noah who worshipped the one true Yahuwah Alua, our creator. Then, later, the Chaldean Babylonian astronomers from the same region, likely under the leadership of Nimrod and the Tower of Babel, were originators of the first step of counterfeit and replacement time measuring each of which is still popular to this day, with later additions by Julius Caesar and Emperor Constantine. These early Mesopotamia descendants of Noah single-handedly changed the creator Yahweh's time-centric laws by inventing a new method of measuring time entirely out of sync with the original. This may have been the pivotal issue and tandem with building the tower that fomented their rebellion against the creator. They desired to implement a loony solar method of measuring the stars with the sun by day when the stars were invisible and hidden. By extension, although not overly stated, the dark moon in conjunction with the sun was introduced and utilized to mark the start of years and months from that moment onward this was the inception and beginning when the news i'm sorry one second ma'am all right this was the inception and beginning when the new secret or hidden loony solar system was crafted and commenced each year and month a full 180 degrees opposite of our creator's preordained time measuring model might this be the primary reason for the destruction of the Tower of Babel and confusion of languages and scattering of people unto all regions of the earth? In those early years in Mesopotamia, Babylon, among the faithful and the obedient of Yahweh Alua, following the flood, no wall calendars, no wristwatches, or international datelines were needed because all were perfectly incorporated into the rhythm of the lights above, um, sorry, the rhythm of the lights high above, out of the reach of man and beast. Each unit of time was ordained to fit perfectly into the next larger unit with no overlapping. This is because they were all beaconed by 
the time, I'm sorry, by the same trinity of lights with the full moons marking the starting points of all the divisions of time in a marvelous pattern and rhythm that distinguished each one apart from the rest. This reality alone provides a consistent and visual platform through which mankind may rendezvous in worship with their creator for all his sacred lunar appointed times. The choice is yours. Can you hear the still small voice of the Ruach HaKadosh? HaKadosh is the proper way to say it or Kadash. Some say, um, and that may be the proper way. Okay, family, but just pay attention here because I, I need to ask you guys. Can you hear the still small voice of the Ruach HaKadosh, the presence, power, and Holy Spirit calling you, tugging on your heartstrings to restore his worship rhythm, his original full moon for the start of all units of time, including the authentic Shabbat and lunar feasts. A small experience occurred when Yasharal was safely removed from their Egyptian captivity, yet many refused to obey, even after the many miracles provided on their behalf. Here are some of those passages as provided in Hebrews 7, as he in Hebrews 3, 7 through 19. Therefore, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in rebellion. In the day of trial, in the wilderness, there where your fathers tested Yahuwah. It says where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living Allah. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Mashayak. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end, while it said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who having heard rebelled indeed? Was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Masha? Now with whom, hallelujah, now with whom he was angry 40 years. With whom was he angry for 40 years, Mashbacha? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So 
we see that they cannot enter in because of unbelief. Yasharal's story is our story and a preview of what is to come. Yahuwah, our Allah, will test all the people of the world to see if they were mere fools, hmm, fools gold or gold refined in the fire. We show our love and honor to the eternal father and son through loving obedience to their end time restored truths, not by smug faithfulness to an established church, to an established church creed from bygone years, all the while covering our ears and plugging our ears so as not to be accountable to the truth. Yahuwah, our Allah, our creator, longs to restore all who will first hear and then obey so that you and I may be together in his kingdom for all eternity. But we have the final say, family. We have the final say. So may we choose him and his restored truths. As uncovered today, right here for your hearing. So may we choose him and his restored truths as found uncovered lunar secrets from ancient Babylon rather than the ever popular ways of this world. Hallelujah. And I'm done. Shalom, family. Thanks for listening to the end.